0: Have you ever been thankful for your name?
1: Hmm. I don't know if I've ever thought of that.
0: I was listening to the radio on the way over mm-hmm. here and uh, a pastor was speaking and his name was Pastor Bland. Oh. And I thought, oh, that poor guy. Who wants who's your pastor? Bland over there.
1: <laughs> pastor Bland. Like, no, really, really, what's his name? <laughs> no, that's not very nice. Don't speak <laughs> about right. your pastor
0: that way. But we get to say Macbeth. There you go. It's got command to it. Yeah. Power. Something. Prestige. Thank <laughs> you. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the 23 Podcast. Michael here with Father Bland Macbeth. (laughs) Just kidding. (laughs) Oh, like Eeyore. It's good to be with all of you for another rousing rendition of the 23 Podcast. Maybe we have a new listener again this week. Maybe. Maybe we lost a couple
1: almost assuredly
0: it may may go up or down at our studio in the waiting Mm -hmm. room i i always wanted to get these for the church but i wasn't unfortunately in charge of the spending around here but at your own business you can do whatever you want Mm -hmm. so i purchased the social media counters that hang Mm -hmm. on our little display wall and so when people like or follow our business The numbers on the counter flip like within seconds. It's very gratifying.
1: Interesting.
0: And so they can scan a QR code on the wall and then like the page or follow the account and then Mm -hmm. they'll see it. So our kids have come in. Our students at the studio love to be like, what are the numbers this week? Which is actually a terrible life lesson. Mm -hmm. We should actually never be obsessed with how many followers we have. I'm probably teaching them something terrible. But from a business perspective, it's super fun to get your word out there. And um, just let people interact with you a little bit. So, I I struggle with it on both sides. From the business side, love it.
1: From the faith side, mm, not so sure about it. That reminds me of our um, this cohort of priests I'm in through Amazing Parish. We uh, went yeah. through the first few episodes of The Chosen once as part of a lead into a discussion. And the one I think is episode three about the wedding of Cana. Yeah. Um, with running out of wine, you know, we talked about not being defined by numbers. Mm. It was a very good conversation. That is good. Yeah. That
0: is very... And that is why we don't know how many people listen to this podcast. It could go up. It could go down. Mm -hmm. We just like being together for 23 minutes a week. That's right. And the rest of you are just an added bonus. Yes. (laughs) He's choking on his words. Okay. Let's uh, get into some things that are coming up here at the parish for the week of May 14th, the 6th Sunday. 6th Sunday. That's hard to say. I always yeah. say that every year. Sixth, Sixth. Sunday. Yeah. What does, I, imagine
1: if you were Pope Sixtus the Sixth. That, that is a mouthful. Yeah. You have
0: to just enunciate. Yes.
1: Okay, so, so it sounds better in Italian. <laughs> it must. Yeah.
0: Okay, uh commitment weekend. Coming up for the capital campaign.
1: Yeah, this is both is um a chance for everyone to um yeah, to uh participate in this in this endeavor. We've been doing a lot of uh some visits with people, but we just can't we can't do that with everyone, or just take forever. Sure, um, it's been good, um, but we just, just give everyone the chance to um, yeah participate in making these uh, goals happen in our diocese and for our parish. And this is sort of the big wrap up for the campaign, which for me began in January. So it's sure. been like four months ago, right. and uh, so here we are, um, and just really grateful for all those who've already. Um, seeing the value of this um, Living Christ campaign and, and then also a special shout out to all of our volunteers who've been also like, getting together with people and um, things like that. It's just um, that's just an amazing blessing.
0: Shout out. Oh boy. I
1: was just doing it to make sure it was an
0: extra little shout out there. Uh, so. it. What is it going to look like this weekend for people? There'll be envelopes in the pews? Yeah,
1: it's a super simple, but yeah, chance, or maybe if you've already got one um, in the mail by chance. And mm-hmm. If you have it, don't worry about it. Yep. Um,
0: There's right. You never have to worry about a campaign not having enough commitment envelopes. Right.
1: Yeah. Um, but yeah, grateful for those who, who've contacted us being like, hey, I haven't heard anything. You know, I'm really edified by that. That means they want to participate, which I sure. think is just really great. It does take all of us to um, make big things happen, as we know from just campaigns in general.
0: And last week on the podcast, we were talking about you know being part of the bigger church, the bigger picture mm-hmm. here in the diocese of Toledo. This is a great reminder of that that we are bigger than something than just ourselves, and we're all in this together.
1: Yeah, and a lot of the goals are things that are just going to be around for really decades to come. So yeah. it is it is kind of a, a cool moment.
0: Hey, speaking of cool moments, yeah, how's that for a segue? Hmm. Our night of worship, our next night of worship is coming up. It is coming up on May the twenty fourth. The last one was great. Yeah. It was an awesome night of prayer here at the parish. And we want you to participate with us again coming up Wednesday, May 24th at 7 o'clock. Jesus, most importantly, will be here. Yeah. As he always is. In the building. And uh, the band will be here for music, and there'll be a witness. Yep.
1: And I hear it's really great.
0: Father Jeff will be here for confession. Yep. And we
1: we won't put uh poor Father Joe right by the speaker though this time that was that was sort of my bad that was poor planning
0: yeah I, but I'm glad you're taking ownership Total, for it. totally
1: we'll put how about in the chapel yeah it's that's, a, that's a lot better we'll a give lot him better some place. walls yeah, yeah yeah
0: that would that and I will be I'll I will you know it takes more than two people to make a mistake or it takes more than one person to it takes a person to I'll just stop talking just to spit it out. I was just gonna try to help you. And say I was the one making the noise on the speaker, so you put him there, but without the noise, it still right. would have been okay. Right. Right.
1: I, I guess I was more used to like a penitent service where it's more like kind of low mood music, low instrumental, you know, no, lo-fi beats or something. But uh, <laughs> Lo- lo-fi beats. It, it was, it was, Lo- but lo-fi it was, reconciliation. Yeah, but it was it was not that. So um, yeah.
0: Yeah. Purposely, I mean, that's of the course. point of night oh, of worship. Exactly. Daybreak. Exactly. So. Uh, crank it out for the Lord. takes two of us. I'll take equal responsibility yeah. in that, but it's mostly your fault. Okay. <laughs> I'm, totally, I'm
1: okay with that. That's why we're a team.
0: Yeah. There's no me in team, but there isn't...
1: There's no I in team.
0: I know. I'm <laughs> I'm just screwing it up today on purpose. <laughs> okay. Also this weekend. Yeah. Mother's Day. Yeah. Oh, don't forget your mom. Oh, I, I won't. I know she's a special lady, and she if she's like... My mother, she's going to want to make sure that we get to tell her that we love her. So don't forget to tell your mom you love her this That's weekend. Strange. And there'll be a special blessing for the moms at Mass. Okay, and then finally, I've been dying to know, a whole oh. week has gone by. Wow. You told me last week you're going to tell me the lentil story.
1: Oh, it's part of my Father Leo-esque. Um, yeah, welcome back
0: to Cooking with Father Jeff, week uh, two.
1: yeah. So I'll probably use it in at some point. So oh. there's once, again, sort of like the falafel, like trying to find alternatives, like on uh-huh. a Friday of Lent, right. you know? And so I thought, well, oh, I could do that. And so um, this is how I roll on a Friday night. Yeah. <laughs> so the package says to like simmer for like 20 minutes. Yes. All right. So I, you know, it's like 530 and I was like getting this thing started, mm-hmm. um, you know, and Kind of by 8.30, I was like, should they be done by now? (laughs)
0: 8.30.
1: And so, yeah, I was kind of watching this pot, um, yeah, for like three hours. And then I'm like, who can I ask about this? And I thought, oh, my leadership team. You know, we're supposed to be like sharing life and stuff. And so I sort of texted them. And my question was, so on a scale of 1 to 10, what would you call simmer? Yeah. So the bottom line was that I just I didn't have the water hot enough, you know, at the beginning or even throughout the whole, uh, throughout the whole yeah, thing. Yeah, like which I learned from a simmer.
0: In my opinion, would be like it's got to have a little bit of a roll to it, not a boil. Not a hard boil. That's
1: right. And that Prishner actually, after I talked about it in a homily, I think sent me a video that he had made it in his kitchen of what simmer looks like. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, that's not what mine looked like. That's very helpful. So, but you know, once I, once I babysat these, these lentils for three hours, I'm like, I'm having some of these bad boys. And were you they, know?
0: were they hard still or they oh, No, they were
1: cooked eventually. Yeah. But we, here, here's the other life lesson I learned with that. Yeah. Some free advice. Yeah. Don't go to bed with a belly full of lentils. Oh,
0: especially if you're not used to eating them. Yeah. They will make you incredibly gassy. It was, it was a rough night. Yeah. I, <laughs> I can not couldn't. And
1: not in, that, not in that sense so much, but just sort of like feeling them in your stomach. They were just like, like, like you get a brick there. Yeah. and you're trying. You know, it doesn't help with
0: a lentil brick.
1: Yes. Yeah. Yeah, we
0: used to eat a lot of lentils at our house when we ate um, like plant-based for like two or three years prior to, and then COVID broke us. Hard, <laughs> um, but lentils they can go in lots of things. We yeah. make like lentil tacos and lentil lentils, and
1: yeah, they're great. That's that's what I have as my protein when I go to balance.
0: Yeah, it's deli- they theirs are actually very good because they got like a little smoky flavor to them. Yeah.
1: very nice. They probably know how to cook them. <laughs>
0: uh, I, it probably doesn't take three hours. Right. Yeah. So there you go. uh Thanks for listening to Cooking with Father Jeff. That's what not to do. Try some lentils this week yeah. and
1: make sure you don't eat them right before bed. Right. Give yourself most, at least a couple hours. Most importantly. To digest. Yeah, don't do not do that to yourself.
0: Okay, so as I said, 6th Sunday of Easter, we're getting into the home stretch here. Yeah. Just to kind of plan out the next couple of weeks. Next weekend, we will celebrate the Ascension of the Lord on Sunday. And then the following weekend. Pentecost. Super Bowl Sunday. Yeah. Well, I guess Easter is Super Bowl Sunday. This is like the all-star game. Hmm. Pentecost. I don't make sports references very often because mm-hmm. they're generally poor because yeah. I don't watch sports. Gotcha. Uh, but pe- I know Pentecost. Big deal. Big deal. And that's actually Memorial Day weekend this year. So yeah. come on over. Yeah. We'll be here. There'll
1: be fireworks.
0: <laughs> you're going to sing some Katy Perry? Baby, you <laughs> I knew you couldn't resist.
1: Absolutely. Okay, let's get I did th- for like a hot second, but then I... You
0: have to always sing a little. Exactly. Okay, John 14... Picking up where we left off last week, correct?
1: Essentially. Essentially. Maybe they skipped a couple of verses, but yeah, interesting enough, just uh, still part of uh, Jesus' farewell discourse, just very soon after what we heard last Sunday. Okay. Jesus said to his disciples, if you love me, you will keep my commandments. And I will ask the Father, and he will give you another advocate to be with you always, the Spirit of truth, whom the world cannot accept because it neither sees nor knows him. But you know him, because he remains with you and will be in you. I will not leave you orphans. I will come to you. In a little while the world will no longer see me, but you will see me, because I live and you will live. On that day you will realize that I am in my Father, and you are in me, and I in you. Whoever has my commandments and observes them is the one who loves me. And whoever loves me will be loved by my Father, and I will love him and reveal myself to him.
0: You really have to listen to this with the ears of what we listened to last weekend, because he's completing, almost like I uh, uh, revealing the Holy Trinity with what's going on and how we are all tied into it too, yeah, right? Yeah, it, really
1: it really is amazing. Yeah, we I mean, like, you know, I'm in my Father, and you are in me, and I am in you. It's, the uh, had just blown their minds. It's like
0: the leg bones connected to the hip bone. Mm-hmm. That should be a song. The <laughs> hip bones connected to the... Yeah. I don't know what else.
1: I mean, especially like we talked about earlier, this as we sort of are, are ramping up the Easter season and leading lead to its conclusion with Pentecost, you know, we do hear that Jesus is introducing you know this idea of the Holy Spirit who's he's going to send, who's going yeah. uh, to be an advocate to be in us, but also like um, by our side that we're... Um, Paraclete, you know, means to, to have by one side or to call by one side. And so that, mm-hmm. you know, the Holy Spirit really does accompany us in our life and in our life of faith. I love this line, too, uh, where Jesus said, you know, I will not leave you orphans. Um, sometimes we just you know, have maybe uh, a temptation to have an orphan spirit and that we forget that we're beloved you know, sons and daughters of the God of the universe. Yeah. Um, but we're not left ever as, as orphans um, because of what he says, that we're just wrapped up into the very life of, of God.
0: It's not a hard knock life. No. Catchy song, though. Mm-hmm. Good little musical number. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I Going back to the word advocate, I always love that word in the scriptures because it's not a passive word. Right. right. It's like a very active word to to advocate for someone is a very active participation in their life. Right. You're on their side. You've got their back. You know, if somebody has your back, they're going to be watching out for you. They're going to be maybe saying to you, mm, maybe not a great idea or coaching you along saying, hey, you can do this. Let's keep going. Move forward when you may think oh, I'm too weak to, to keep the momentum or whatever it may be.
1: That's the interesting, you know thing about the Holy Spirit, um, in this, in this sort of role, that the Holy Spirit is the consoler, um, some sort of his titles, but also that the Holy Spirit challenges and convicts us. So yeah. it's sort of, you know, both, um, sort of, uh, the, the consolation, you know, and bringing peace, um, but also sort of that, that nudge or maybe if it's a swift kick, you know, in love, you know, to keep us moving forward. Mm -hmm. Um, but also defending, you know, and inspiring and guiding and, um, just so much, um, you know, which is really, uh, really something. And, um, yeah, to just have Jesus say, yeah, I'm going to send you another advocate again. They, what that would, would mean, you know, would be revealed, you know, over time. And of course the Holy spirit would help with that. Uh,
0: yeah, yeah, I ask this question often, probably especially on the podcast. What did they think of all of this? Again, with with us knowing the the story, the full story now, yeah. of course, we see the parts of a whole. But they were probably like, "What is he talking about? You know, what does this even mean?" Um, well, what is he talking about? You know, I lives in he lives and lives in us, and we'll send a spirit and all of those types of things.
1: And their heads were probably already spinning from the Last Supper. You know, this is my body, this is my blood. Do this in remembrance of me from the washing of the feet. You know, I've given you an example to follow, so you also must do. To Judas, then taken off. Like, there's already been a lot going on. Right. Um, And then, you know, to have this, you know, this this amazing, you know, sort of discourse um, where he's really just sort of one thing after another that, you know, we could just spend all sorts of times just focusing on one line, You know, and he's got all these chapters where he's just sort of, you know, kind of, for lack of a better term, just dumping all this stuff on him. Um, (laughs) Jesus, the dump truck. That's right. Right. You know, that's just filling him with with, uh, everything that um, he wanted to tell him. um, Yeah. Before.
0: What comes to mind for me was John chapter six. You know, unless you eat my flesh and drink Mm -hmm. my blood. That alone. And that was how many chapters ago. Right. From where we are right now. That would be eight. Yeah. Thank you. Good fast math. Look (laughs) at you. Good work. Proud of you. Thank you. So again, talking about like knowing the whole story, I think we have to go back to the first reading for this weekend in Acts of the Apostles because we're actually seeing this happen being poured out on the apostles. As um, it says, they sent Peter and John who went down and prayed for them that they may receive the Holy Spirit for had not yet fallen upon any of them. They'd only been baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus, and then they laid hands on them and they received the Holy Spirit. So we see how the first reading and the gospel tie together this week. You know, Jesus is foretelling what's what's going to happen, and then we see this unfolding in
1: the acts of the apostles
0: in the first reading.
1: Yeah, um, yeah, the Holy Spirit is kind of God's big gift of God in our in our <laughs> life, you know, and and just in every in every way um and i've learned to appreciate you know the role of holy spirit more just even over the last you know a couple of years um and we'll probably get into that as we get into pentecost but
0: this is actually a for we're just gonna we'll replay this episode for pentecost that's right yeah that'll yeah, be easier for us two for one yeah um, the uh the other thing though too and again i don't want to get too deep into it you're talking about gifts though and that that made me think about what we always talk about, especially during confirmation time with the gifts of the Holy spirit, that there are so many things that we can unpack as the advocate Mm -hmm. gives us the strength in wisdom and understanding and knowledge and having courage for things and, and being in awe of God and all of those things that the gifts Mm -hmm. unpack.
1: Right. Yeah. The different ways that the Holy spirit, you know, work in our life and, um, Jesus calls him here and he does elsewhere the spirit of of truth, you know, to help know just the truth of God and and who we are in God. And that's always a great jumping off point for us in our life. Well, and remember
0: last week you talked about like being closer to Jesus, right? Last week we talked about him as the way and the truth and the life. And you said um, being closer to Jesus. And even in this gospel this week, he talks about, and whoever loves me, will be loved by my father. Mm-hmm. So, he, you know, and even two weeks ago, Jesus said to us, you know, like he is the gate, right? Like as the sh- good shepherd, mm-hmm. he is the gate into which we enter. And this is another way to, to reaffirm that and say, if we love Jesus, we will be
1: loved by God and they are
0: one in the same. And we will have the spirit of truth, the advocate.
1: Yeah. 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 And that all this just plays out in our in our life. You know, he talks about you know keeping commandments and being obedient. And sometimes we think that that's harsh or whatever, but it's really following God's will. Um, I mean, elsewhere in this farewell well discourse, Jesus says, "I give you a new commandment: love one another." It's I have loved you, um, and that's sort of we heard in the gospel too. You know, what's the greatest commandment? Love Lord your God with all your mind, heart, soul, and strength, and your neighbor is yourself. And, yeah. It's, it's sort of living that out, um, but also knowing we need help. You know, we need the grace of God, but we do need the Holy Spirit moving in our life in order to to do that. Because we know it's it can be hard, and we can uh, sort, of, sort of get off uh, off track.
0: It's kind of like cooking lentils, if you think about it. You yes. want to know how?
1: I would love to know how.
0: Because you weren't really sure how to do it, mm-hmm. and you needed a support group to go. Am I doing this
1: right? Right.
0: Could I? Could I do this differently? Could I do this better? Man, I'm hungry. I can't eat yet. I haven't figured this out. So you called on a group of people that knew a little bit more than you did, and they guided you along the way,
1: and and was more helpful and uh, than the instructions on the on the bag. You know, if we think about yeah. keeping commandments, it's just sort of following rules. So like, well, I tried to do that, right? But I didn't really understand what that even meant. And so you did need um, in the wisdom of others to say, like, well, here's this, how this can really is, is meant to sort of play out.
0: We're in this together. Yeah. Let's and, pray. Uh,
1: yeah. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Mighty God, um, first of all, we're grateful that you have uh, not left us orphans. You have given us a spirit of adoption as your uh, beloved daughters and sons. And uh, help us to live out of that, to know that... Um, You are always with us. You are always for us. You always have good things in store for us. Holy Spirit, help us to uh, recognize um, the will of God in our lives more and more, to love um, God and neighbor more and more. We know that all this, um, Lord, it's just so that we can have life and have it more abundantly. So help us to step into that and to trust in, in your goodness. And we love you. We thank you for your love for us. Sustain us this day and each day in that love in the Holy Spirit and through Christ our Lord.
0: Amen. Hey, friends. This was great.
1: It was great. (laughs) It seemed like you had more to say. I, I I, I didn't want to cut you off.
0: I just wanted to make a declaration. Have a great week. Boom.